And once again, you're listening to Arts on Fire here at WRFA. Jason Sample in the studio with you. And as promised, we have guests joining us for this portion of our program from the Blue Heron Music Festival, of course, the uh, Great Blue Heron Music Festival, the Heron Campgrounds out in Sherman, New York. Uh, we have joining us Julie Rockcastle along with Lori Savory. And together, they're going to give us some details about a series of special events and concerts happening throughout the uh, summer season uh, out at the Heron Campgrounds. And, and to uh, talk more about it, they're in the studio with us. Julie and Lori, thanks for taking time out and talking with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for the invite. Happy to have you here and to talk about this summer series. So obviously, we've had ourselves quite the experience the past uh, year and a half, uh, almost a year and a half now with the pandemic underway. Uh, the, the Blue Heron Music Festival, unfortunately, could not take place last year. And it appears that because of everything being up in the air for the first part of this year, it was difficult to really schedule and coordinate things. But when life gives you lemons, the old saying is to make lemonade. And that's <laughs> definitely what the Heron is doing this year. Not in Blue Heron Music Festival this year, but there's a series of concerts and events that are going to be happening every single weekend throughout the summer season. And I wanted to share with our listeners details about that. But I think a good place to begin with before we get to all of that, Julie is, and, and Lori, is, is how are you two doing? How, how are you holding up out at the Heron considering all that we've been through for the past 14 months? Oh, we're fine. Uh, busy. Um, sort of like we're making a new business, you know, and, and there's been a lot of things to figure out how to do. Um, even around the music, a lot of our normal people that came for one week in a year can't come for the whole season. So we've had to fill some new roles with new people, more local. Um, but we've had a lot of fun. We've had like a committee of people putting together the entertainment, which is different because usually David Tidquist pretty much handled all the bookings and everything. But we've worked as a team and a committee, and and I think we've got an awesome lineup of like 70 artists coming this year and and really filled up a nice schedule. And it's really meant to be a camping experience um, along with the music. Right on. And so when we talk about the camping experience, one of the things I noticed in the media release uh, talking about the series of events that are coming up, the uh, 2021 uh, Heron Summer Series, is that prior to the Heron getting its start back in the early 90s, your property out in Sherman was primarily used for a family camping area. That that was something I was unaware of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of history there, really. Yeah. Yeah, the place was originally um, a guy named Newt Spinks that built the place and the pond and everything. And that was in the 60s. And then my parents bought it in the 70s um, and ran it for a while as Camp, Camp Miniaqua, um, which they had bought from the Cornell family, which is a local family too. So a lot of history there. I never camped there. I never even saw it till I got back to town, town in like 1990. And looked at it and went, oh, this is nice, you know, <laughs> let's do something here. And, and my parents said, well, all right, let's get it rolling again. And, and you uh, dealt with the pandemic last year in 2020. Is that primarily why you shifted the focus back to uh, camping? I know that obviously you still did camping there um, on the, the off weekends or the off weeks when you don't have the, uh, the Blue Heron Music Festival to coordinate on an annual basis. But it seemed like mm-hmm. things really took a step forward when it comes to camping at the Heron Grounds in 2020. Absolutely. We've been um, using Hip Camp maybe for four years. It's a reservation service where, you know, helps you, you know, get people there. Um, And that was pretty much connected to the farm, you know, come to the farm and, you know, stay overnight on the farm thing. Uh, and even as the before the pandemic, we were, you know, as a group saying, we, we got to make the 
the camping happen more. You know, there's so many weeks in the summer. Let's maximize on that. You know, before that, we really had three festivals, and, you know, they take up a lot of energy to do that. But there were some windows there. We thought, let's try to do some Sundays or, you know, use the facilities more and get more people into the county and into uh, onto our property to have a good time. So once the pandemic happened and we were like, oh, my goodness, all we can do is camping. We're like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to make this work. And, you know, we went out to figure out where the campsites were. We never had any numbers for anything, you know. So last year we put in 60 little signs that said 1 through 60, you know. And this year we're up to 99 sites so that people can spread out. Excellent, excellent. Again, we're talking with Julie Rockcastle from the uh, Blue Heron Music Festival as well and the Blue Heron Campgrounds, we should say. And, and Lori Saver here as well, who really does a... Uh, a great job of helping to promote and, and really pull all this together, right, Larry? I mean, what, what exactly is your primary role when it comes to helping to make sure these uh, events get off the ground? Uh, we do a lot of graphics and marketing, social media, sharing here and there. I'm part of the programming committee this year, too. I was just going to add, Julie, as you were mentioning the camping, a really cool aspect of the camping experience that... I think was really blown up last year too is the addition of some airbnbs on the property mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. really beautiful fun ones uh, what served as the medical building during the great blue heron is now a really cozy little cabin we have a yurt that mm-hmm. is just like something out of a fantasy you go mm-hmm. into and uh mm-hmm. lots of really whimsical little campers that we have a girl, Laura, from Rochester, who's an exceptional painter, and she's painted murals on them. So one looks like a hobbit's house, and it's called The Hobbit. <laughs> and um, so there are some really cool Airbnb experiences that you can have if you just want to show up and be ready to camp. Mm-hmm. I should also note for our listeners out there that Lori is also somebody who takes some great photographs over the years. A lot of the photos that you'll see on the Heron website of uh, various performers as well as uh, festival goers and, and just, you know, the you, you really capture the, the true spectrum of all that the Heron encapsulates with the different images you take. And you've been doing that for years. So great job, Lori. And <laughs> hopefully you'll have your camera handy throughout these series of events <laughs> so uh, throughout this summer as yeah. well. So. So, so let's talk about some of these uh, events that you have coming up. So as you noted, you don't have one singular festival this year, but it's an entire summer series, and, and the lineup looks great. I was looking at this, and I, I was trying to plan out my summer, and I said, wow, there's a good weekend to go out there. And, oh, wait, there's another good weekend to go. And before I know it, I'm, I've got a list personally of at least uh, 10 different weekends that I would love to go out there and check out some live music. Mm-hmm. Um, how was it then that you were able to uh, pull all of this together to determine which artists will perform on which weekends and and how much of a of a heavy lift was it? Was it, it, it it was quite a bit of work, but collectively we made a you know a pick list, you know all our favorites and everything that we were thinking about, and then we got a little thematic about it, you know like there's a Caribbean weekend, you know there's a funk weekend, there's the little blue heron weekend, you know a little bit more uh, old timey and stuff. So that helped us to kind of you know pull it together thematically and. Yeah, it's it's been pretty interesting. And some are national touring acts, you know, where we had to work with agencies, and then a lot of them are regional, where we just, you know, found a phone number for the band and said, hey, you want to come? And I don't think there was 
hardly anybody hadn't already heard about the heron and so they were like yeah i don't think anybody turned us down that we asked you know so. wonderful wonderful let's talk about what's happening this weekend of course uh, this is memorial day weekend coming up upon us and you've got a, a series of uh, performers who are going to be at the heron this weekend uh and it's it's a local showcase a nice way to kick things off by uh, mm-hmm. staying to uh, the local roots yeah. of chautauqua county yeah. you got some great mm-hmm. performers lined up right absolutely yep yep we got our um Ken and Amanda, you know, Ken Harley, and Bill Ward, definitely a local, Cindy Love, and um, Nick and Oliver, and Deep Fried and Dipped in Honey. Super. And that's all on Saturday. Um, there are day passes. You can just come out for the day, or you can make a reservation with through our website and Hip Camp to come and camp, you know, for one or two or three nights, whatever you might want to do. You mentioned that's all on Saturday, and I'm looking as I look at the list. Uh, some some weekends are strictly just a one-day affair, and then right. the other ones you have um, two two days, right, mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. on. Sometimes there's a Friday, uh, and sometimes there's a Sunday. Um, and we're also... Just starting to work on a Thursday series also for at the cafe on the smaller stage. So Right. I mean, like you noted at the start, Julie, we have uh, 70 different performers who are going to be performing at the uh, the Heron this entire summer throughout the mm-hmm. summer series. So we don't want to go through and, and list every single one of them as much no. as we probably would want to. We will yeah. urge people to go to theheron.org if they want to get a list. But speaking of just highlights of the summer concert series, are there specific weekends that you really want to highlight or don't is it kind of like children where you don't want to put one above the other you know <laughs> kind of like that kind of like that uh this the, one of our june events here i think it's june 11 and 12 um is actually one of our bigger weekends and bigger lineups with uh ryan montablu and the bones of jr jones and uh, we've seen Maddie Walsh, Walsh before, and the observers are from Buffalo, and Mo Mojo is from Cleveland. But that's a really hot lineup for that Saturday. I guess it's the observers are on Friday night. So we really like to see some people come out to that. I think it's a case of some new uh, artists that people haven't heard of. You know, sometimes that's harder sell. But um, and then there's always the June weather. You never know what the school weather do, but. Um, again, people can come for the day or, you know, book and come overnight and, you know, last minute decisions are just fine, you know, but think about that one for sure. And, you know, the Little Blue Heron actually hasn't quite sold out yet. And and just to tell you how we're working this, we kind of made the schedule with small weekends, medium weekends, and large weekends. So, like, the small ones, we're limiting ourselves to, like, 200 people. Mediums are 350 people, and the large ones are 500 now, that's not counting the day passes that we might get. But we really wanted to make sure that we weren't going over capacity and, you know, causing issues with, um, you know, social distancing and things. And then also just so we don't wear ourselves out. You know, this is 19, 20 weeks of this. We're going to try to make this happen. <laughs> and we have a great staff. People are really committed to this. They've been working, you know, all winter to figure out a lot of details here. And we're going to be fine, but we didn't want to, you know, overdo it this year with big numbers. Wonderful. I, I tell you what, I've got a couple more questions I want to ask you about some of the more some of the other uh, shows that are coming up throughout the season as well. Some other details listeners might want to know if they want to participate again. Uh, we're talking about the summer series taking place for 2021 at the Heron Farm and Events Center, uh, the Blue Heron Music Festival site, as as I've always referred to it. But obviously, the formal name is the Heron Farm and Events Center out in Sherman. We've got uh, Julie Rockcastle here as well as Lori Savory talking about it. We're going to have more with them in just a moment. Let's play a couple of songs, though. I do have uh, waiting in the wings music from the probables brand new music from them right now how about uh music from the act that is performing on june 11th and 12th the ryan montblu band here is ryan montblu on arts on fire 
And again, that was The Probables before that, Ryan Montbleu. And of course, both of them performing separate weekends at the Heron Summer Series for 2021. We do have Julie Rockcastle and Lori Savory in the studio with us here on Arts on Fire today to talk more about the Summer Series as well as all the different things that are going on out at the Heron in 2021 in spite of the challenges that have been brought forward by the pandemic. Uh, uh, Julie, before we jumped into those two songs, you had mentioned, obviously, that you have uh, limited uh, limitations on the different tickets that will be sold for the various series. So, you know, I guess that's something you typically don't do when it comes to the the Heron Festival, right? I mean, you don't really have a limit on the number of uh, tickets you would sell for the the festival in normal years. Yeah, yeah. Because of the pandemic, you you really have to put some of the um, limitations in place, right? Absolutely. And the Heron was like around 5,000 people or something like that. And then when the state started to say, well, you can do 35% of your capacity or whatever, like... Okay, I think we're going to be good at, you know, if, even if we want to do a thousand people. But we're just really looking not not put that much wear and tear on the land to do this every weekend. So we do have some limits in place. And, and also that kind of puts the emphasis on people who want to attend these events. Got a lot of friends who kind of fly by the seat of their pants and will wait until the last minute yeah. to uh, get a <laughs> ticket to go into an event. And, yeah. and that sometimes is what you would do for the Heron. You would wait and see how things lined up for your summer. And then you'd get to uh, right before the 4th of July and say, oh, I guess I, I, guess I will I'm get tickets. Go. Yeah, Not yeah. something you want to do for some of these events, especially the one that I'm no. looking at is uh, the, the one on Labor Day weekend at the end of the summer is, is a program that I want to definitely check out. It's got the return of Smack Dab. You've got <laughs> Cold Lazarus. Of course, uh, Gavin, the bass player, works here at WRFA, so we always give them a plug, mm-hmm. uh, but but also Plastic Nebraska, which is one of those uh, acts that I can remember going back in the 90s that used to appear at the Heron, and then they were back yeah. a few years ago, and right. anytime that they're back in town, I love checking them out. So again, myself included, want to get tickets for that show. I probably won't Absolutely. wait until the end of August no, to get the tickets. That one's been booking already. That's one pretty popular. Um, second most popular has been this Bluegrass Zydeco weekend in, in July, the 9th and the 10th. We're already sold out for camping for that weekend. and But there will be day passes. But I think that's going to be a really good show. Wow. So again, um, the emphasis is make yeah. sure you get your tickets uh, early rather than waiting yeah. for the last minute. Yeah. And we're getting kind of close on the keller williams that's a sunday show sunday afternoon show uh, we've never done keller out there before and of course opening with dr bacon from i think he's south carolina or something like that so um yeah keller's going to be a really special show uh laurie i wanted to ask you about this and julie you you know just as much about it as laurie does as well but we were talking prior to going on the air here for this interview about the uh, dave mcdonald 5k run and that's happening again this year out at the heron grounds right Absolutely, and we're really excited. We've formally renamed it the Dave McDonald Heron Trail Run in honor and memory of all of our dear friend Dave McDonald. And that really is Faith Graham's baby, which is totally appropriate because her father started both Striders and Infinity, and this year we're doing a fundraiser for Infinity. And uh, Chautauqua Music was kind enough to donate a mandolin, and uh, mm-hmm. we're, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful trail through the woods and the open fields. I know you've run that before, and we've got a great lineup of music that weekend, too. We've got Steve Davis Band, DJ Jim Bloomquist. Uh, the night before, we have a couple of bands out of Erie area, Eric Brewer and Friends, who are doing a fish tribute as well as Maddie and the Pickles. Used to be Maddie B and the Dirty Pickles, but apparently <laughs> <laughs> pickles have changed. Yeah. But um, 
lots of really fun activities going along in conjunction with that. Mm-hmm. And um, another aspect I was going to mention, in addition to all of this great music, you know, of course, the Heron of Julie and her husband have an organic farm there where they raise organic chickens, 100% grass-fed beef, the largest shiitake mushroom uh, yard in all of western New York. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started last year the Taste of Heron Dinners, which will also be featured on Saturdays. Uh, This coming Saturday, we have a Buddha bowl that will feature the Heron's organic chicken, shiitake mushrooms, Mm -hmm. and some vegetables from the farm. And we also have uh, sponsors for this weekend with uh, 42 North Brewery and uh, Blackbird Cider. So basically, if you come for the day, you can just show up, you know, and there's picnic tables. You can have a nice dinner, great music, uh, beer and cider on hand. You don't have to lug in coolers, anything, as well as lots of family activities. Things for the children. We've got this great guy um, called Mr. Loops from Rochester, and he's a children's performer, does singing and dancing with kids. Apparently, he's just great. They're also going to be doing tie-dyes with the kids. We have Jen Rains, the resident yogi, yogini at the Heron, (laughs) and uh, she'll be doing yoga the next morning, Sunday morning, and just all kinds of different activities for kids. Dinner. What weekend was that? That's for this coming weekend. Oh, okay. That's going to be yeah. the, the one that's happening right here on Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah. Correct. Our yeah. local showcase. But the, the yeah. Taste of Heron is something that you, a dinner that is available throughout the entire summer series? All 19 weeks. Yep. All night. Yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Who, who do you have? <laughs> Who's the head chef there? And, you know, I mean. Uh, we got a couple people there. Right uh, Katie, Katie Rowan is kind of uh, coordinating. And then Josh uh, Fox is our uh, Heron chef. Excellent. Um, which is really cool because he makes lunch every day. <laughs> <laughs> and it literally is about as local as you can get. It's locally sourced food that Absolutely. a lot of it comes right from the farm yeah, itself. Always, the yes. protein is always from the farm. We have you know pork, chicken, and beef to work with. And then there's always a vegetarian option. Right. You, know. you can't get much greener than that because obviously whenever they talk about the, the distance it takes for food to get from its yeah. source destination yeah. to your, your dinner table, sometimes yes. you know it might travel thousands of miles. This is not even a, a thousand feet. It's, it's right. A, right. <laughs> it's right next yeah. door, so it doesn't get much greener than that, that's for sure. Yeah, we really uh, love that. Really good stuff. You know, like I said, there, there's so many different activities happening throughout the summer series that I wasn't quite sure exactly to run down each one list by list, and we covered a lot of the highlights and all that. And, and obviously, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. typical weekend is the Blue Heron Music Festival has traditionally been the 4th of July weekend. Not happening this year. However, the Little Blue Heron is. That's when the Probables are playing the, the Sim Richmond the Slim Redmond Band and uh, Jacob's Ferry Stragglers will be there along with uh, a couple other acts as well. A few other acts as well. It's mm-hmm. sort of like uh, one of the largest list of acts that you have is mm-hmm. the Little Heron, right? Yeah, that's got music for two days. It's Friday and Saturday. Um we got a couple of surprises that aren't listed in here quite yet, but we're working on. <laughs> Excellent. Um, anything else to add in terms of the, the summer series? Where do folks go if they Ooh. want to get tickets? And do prices range? Or I mean, I, I can't imagine that it's yeah. the same set price regardless of the weekend. So I would imagine yeah. the, the prices will fluctuate depending on which weekend yeah. they go and how many days they're going to stay, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if you just get on the heron.org, you can work your way through it. But we did end up with our reservation systems in two 
two places, Eventbrite and Hip Camp, and it does depend on the weekend which one you make your um, reservation or buy a ticket through. And that is confusing a little bit, but it's partly because we had a whole bunch of people that held over their tickets from the Heron uh, and still have credits there. So we wanted to set it up so they were able to use their credits. So a um, little challenging, but the you know it, some weekends are forty dollars for a campsite, which includes two people, and then the bigger weekends are like one hundred and twenty-five. It includes all the camping and all the music for an individual person. So it's it's a little complicated, and we're answering the phone about those kind of issues, and most people are making their way through it. Right on, and I'm sure most people are, are fully understand the reason why there's that fluctuation going on. Um, I tell you what, there's so much going on. Can I invite you to come back again uh, near, the, near the end of July, in the middle of summer, to get an update on how things are going, if there's any new changes Absolute. to the schedule or anything? Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. Super. In the meantime, is there anything else to add, either from uh, uh, either of you? Uh, you know, the biggest question we get is, is the Great Blue Hair Music Fest- Festival going to be back? You know, And I just want to assure people that we are always going to honor that weekend. Hopefully, we can grow the numbers a little bit more there and grow the lineup. Um, and just, I think you won't be disappointed this year if you show up and, and try this other little version, but um, we still love our Great Blue Heron Music Festival. Yes, indeed. It has become a, a, a time-honored tradition for multiple generations yeah. now, so we really yeah. appreciate, Julia, all that you and Steve have done, of course, along with Dave Tidquist, and, and you as well, Lori, for putting these events together and helping out, coordinate with all the volunteers and all the bands and, and all the, the heavy lifting that takes place not just on the weekend but throughout the year to make it possible so thank you and uh this is a a great way to continue the honor the heron and the tradition in what's been a very challenging year by having these summer series and again if folks want to learn more go online to theheron.org and again uh julie rockcastle and Lori savory thanks for talking with us today on arts on fire Mm, thank you thank you jason yep